Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome and hello. Welcome to episode number 27 of Amber on Podcasts. How do you get noticed? We think editors can select the best stuff for us, and they can't. They can't pick the hits. It's not true. We believe that we can game our way to the top, but Seth Godin says we shouldn't try. A lot of these platforms are set to make you think that you can game your way to the top. Amazon created so many categories for books that you can be number one in in an obscure category and game it so you'll rank number one. You can buy your way onto the New York Times bestseller list. Seth Godin says that instead of trying to reach the masses, you should seek the smallest viable audience. This requires you to make better work. If there are only five people in the group, then you must blow them away. That way, it's achievable. If you can describe the 500 people that you want to reach, you can reach them. And you can afford to reach them. If you can say that you sought to reach and serve and delight, and you did, if you can say that, then Now, it's not up to Amazon or YouTube or Netflix. It's up to you and your relationship with that group. Why am I telling you this? Because if you want to be able to create opportunity for yourself or if you want to change the world in some way, you need to know how to go about it. One of the things I enjoy about doing this podcast is that I, as a result, get to talk about podcasts more. When I do talk about podcasts and I talk about my work in podcasts, I'm, I'm led to a new conversation with the other person about the kind of work they are interested in doing. And some people just have some basic questions about setup or domain website stuff. But a lot of people already have an idea in mind, something maybe not necessarily a podcast, but something that they have thought about and maybe done a little research into a business startup, for example. What this has shown me is that there are tons of people out there today who are interested enough in starting their own platform, but for whatever reason, fear has stopped them from doing it. And they're... There are two things at play here, fear and status or ego. And I believe it's my duty to actively fight against fear and ego or status for all of us. We can't get rid of them entirely, but like Seth Godin says, we can dance with fear and status, but we can't get rid of them. Seth Godin's theory is that the culture is being corrupted to make us more fearful and to use status as a weapon, which is certainly true when it comes to issues of racism and misogyny. But the point that he is illustrating is that if a random event goes against you, don't take it personally. Expect it. Because that's what makes it a random event. 
I want to focus on that again for a moment because this is where I see so many people get tripped up, or I have gotten tripped up numerous times in my life. If a, if a random event goes against you, don't take it personally. Expect it. Because that's what makes it a random event. Don't cower in fear if it fails. Expect that the thing you're doing, the thing you're creating, the thing you're preparing for, studying for, the thing you're launching, expect that your thing isn't going to be a hit. Now, how do you organize yourself and your thoughts and your actions in a way so that, that it's fine that it's not a hit? How can you be sure you are benefiting no matter what? Most people spend all of their time and effort on the outcome, the final destination, because the rest of it is scary. The rest of the actual work and the risk-taking is scary. It's lonely, too. Seth Godin says that if you can act in ways so that fear doesn't get in the way of your work, and you can be generous so that status isn't the short-term goal, status is the long-term impact. If you can do both of those things, then you can make way more change happen than you ever expected. We can't control 19 out of 20 things. The thing is, and the mistake is, that we think we can control them. The best advice Seth Seth Godin gives here are two things. To make people... Keep making the thing you care about. And number two, to focus on teaching the people who want to go where you want to go. This is your chance to contribute to the culture the way that you want it to be. The thing that I like most about art is that every hit changes the people it touches. It doesn't just entertain them. It makes change happen, makes a change happen. That's the thing I like about the art that I enjoy. It changes me. I feel a shift when I listen to a new album or when I see a great movie or when I listen to a really riveting podcast. That's what good marketers do. They make change happen. That's what makes Seth Godin so great at his job as a marketer. He makes change happen. He is remarkable. Ask yourself, what kind of change am I trying to make? Because, again, we are all trying to incite some kind of change, some kind of shift in energy, because you are never keeping the energy the same. So how are you shifting the energy around you? Are you bringing the energy up or are you bringing the energy down? How are you trying to get people to engage with you? How are you trying to change their energy? Because you're never keeping it the same. This idea of change runs counter to our allergy of being criticized. No one today wants to be criticized. And this is only made more severe by these major platforms. We can see what has been deemed a hit by the metrics, the number of followers and the likes. And it is our basic instinct to want to fit in. How do you fit in? Look like a hit. Look like the hit and become a hit. Now you can see how this cycle has perpetuated itself. 
Seth Godin says that if you don't want to be criticized, then you have to be invisible. You have to fit in all the way. If you look at what most people do on social media and most people do in their day job is they seek to fit in. They do not want to be criticized. They do not want to stick out. Conversely, there are people who feel under-challenged about our culture. They want to understand more deeply, and they want to understand more about the world around them. Seth Godin is for these people. James Altucher is for these people. Kels Flessman and Jim Quick are for these people. People who want to change the culture for the better. Hey, I think I'm one of these people, too. You're one of these people too, dear listeners. We're all one of these people. If you want to change a culture for the better, it's good to know the geography of the culture and what causes the culture to change. People don't want to be lonely or objectified. They want to be seen. They want connection. And the connection economy that we're living in, connection creates value. If you can connect with someone, you can provide value for that person because they see the connection. They feel the connection. You are like them. You have a connector, a common bond in place that ties you to the other person. All of the breakthroughs and the magic happens when you do things that might not work. And it's the things that might not work that are the most generous things, where art lives, where innovation lives. That's where the magic happens in doing the things that might not work. Another thing to remember, skeptics and critics, their opinions don't matter. No one person is the gatekeeper. What matters is, did you change someone for the better in a way that you are proud of? If you did that, then please do it again. Pretty please. Now, if you have already established that you do indeed have the ability to change someone for the better, then focus on who you want to change based on your background and your expertise. Then continue to build up more knowledge related to that and come up with ways to express it through storytelling. Storytelling is a great, great medium for learning. The motivation that exists every day for Seth Godin is he wakes up and he asks himself, how can I show up and teach people and help them see the world a little bit differently today? I admire Seth Godin so much. I am totally on board with his mission. I want to carry this torch for him. And I am also going to incorporate this into my work by asking myself, how can I show up and teach people? How can I help them see the world a little bit differently today? James Altucher says that you should focus on getting just 1% better each day. I know for sure Seth Godin has put me on the right track. And I hope you will ponder and reflect on some of his ideas as well. There are so many ways to, to look at culture today, and I find that we are often focused on one or two options. We have so many opportunities to learn different perspectives, and I don't want people to feel so overwhelmed and intimidated by technology and information and change and the pace that we're living in today because we we, I want people to be able to feel like they are able to make the changes they want to make in the world. 
whether that's in business or in our personal lives. Seth Godin has a candid ability to inform us in a new and helpful way. And I hope that you'll get to know him better, dear listeners, because I know that Seth Godin has for sure helped me do better and do more good for more people most of the time. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. You can find all of the show notes and links at my website, mytalkingdollars.com. This show was made for you by me. And if you like the work I'm doing here, would you please do me a favor? Let me know by leaving me a five-star rating or review. I would really, really love that. And it helps more angels like you find the show. Until next time, stay gorgeous. Stay cool. I love you. Thank you. Bye. Some of you might already know this, but I listen to podcasts on repeat in preparation for this show. If I listen to your show three, four, five times and it's still interesting and I'm still finding new insights from just one episode, to me, that's a really great show. So if you can hear my voice right now and if you like great shows, you need to listen to Akimbo. It's a podcast by Mr. Seth Godin. I will link it in the show notes. Listen to Akimbo for great, thoughtful interpretation of ideas. What I like about this show is that he takes a super relevant topic like tipping, for example, and tips it over, turns it upside down and inside out to examine the social and the behavioral implications. So check it out. Seth is a genius and his show is great. Akimbo. I'll link it in the show notes. Akimbo, A-K-I-M-B-O, Akimbo. Okay, that's all. Thank you. Love you. Bye.